Hi, I'm Josh Wilson of Crypto Hold'em, the first ever playable poker NFT on the blockchain. If I were a betting man, and I am, I'd bet on Edge of NFT for the most awesome content in NFT. Keep listening. Hey there, NFT curious listeners. Stay tuned for today's episode and find out about a poker project mixing poker and art and putting it all on the blockchain through NFTs. And also find out exactly how many dope watches our guest today sports. And see if crypto dads might soon be playing crypto poker in Ethereum Towers. All this and more on today's episode. Enjoy. Now, before we get started, a quick shout out to the awesome folks emerging as leaders and key participants in our Discord community. Congrats again to those who earned our Genesis Discord Activator POAP NFT. We got Vicky, Sidfly, Mosley, Almaden Finance, Colorful Carl, Trashcan, Steve, The Dreamy, Bread, Eclipse, and Lion. Wow, amazing stuff. And remember, NFTLA is coming March 28th to the 31st. It'll be an unforgettable experience featuring the creme de la creme in the NFT space. Head on over to nftla.live to get your tickets as early as possible for best pricing. And if you or someone you know wants to partner with us to co-create this special, unforgettable experience, there are still opportunities to get involved, but they're also going fast. So please reach out to us at contact at edgeofnft.com. And always check us out and rate us over at iTunes and Spotify. Thanks so much. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger, the podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. Today's sponsored Spotlight episode features Josh Wilson, Los Angeles-based entrepreneur and co-founder of Crypto Hold'em, where NFTs meet live poker community. With Crypto Hold'em, digital art and playing cards are carefully blended to create unique NFTs that unlock a plethora of benefits. Josh, welcome to Edge of NFT. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's really great to have you here. Man, Crypto Hold'em, as I mentioned there, brings together art and poker, which, yeah, great, great things to bring together. Seems like an interesting fusion. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin story of this project? Who, what, when, where, why, and how? How did this come together? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes, uh, psyched to be on with you guys. Yeah, so as far as I played poker, uh, my business partners, Joe and Kenny, the three of us all grew up playing poker and kind of got into it in the late 90s, early 2000s in the rounders era, like a lot of people did. And life happens, I'm 43, right? And when I started working and just kind of not harder to find time to play. And obviously during COVID, a lot of people are Zooming and hanging out virtually and so forth. So I got invited to a home game by a friend and started playing every Thursday and just fell back in love with the game. I hadn't played in quite a while. And for a long time, living in Los Angeles during the pandemic, it was my only real source of social interaction. So it's a really personal project in that way. And myself and my business partners became kind of obsessed with the NFT space. And we thought, what better the adoption rate in the crypto and the adoption in the poker community of crypto and NFTs is obviously really high. So we just kind of as a natural segue and went from being customers to creators. We thought that this would be a great space. So very cool. Yeah, I love that. Customers to creators. We're seeing a lot of that. And I think that's the spirit of Web3. I think with tech, I love this sort of theme of as we get into each new level of tech, 
people get to actually be more engaged and involved. And I love the sort of turning from consumers to producers, really. A lot of people are getting that opportunity. We used to have like TV and radio that you just kind of could sit there and listen, right? And then we get the internet, you can engage and interact a little bit, maybe make some comments and stuff like this. But I really love that as part of how this all came to be, the sort of impetus to be a producer. I love that. Yeah, man. I feel like there's definitely this Venn diagram, right? Where this meaningful chunk of poker players and crypto intersect, right? Like there's definitely something there. We don't talk about it a ton, right? But there's something there. There's probably a meaningful chunk from folks that were involved in the cannabis industry or the PPE space and all this stuff, right? Like people, there's something going on there around these communities. You know what I mean? It's very cool. Uh, love poker and the community behind it and all the fun things happening in the space. And so like poker's pretty straightforward as far as like the rules are concerned with the different games, relatively rigid with it. Like, are you guys doing anything on that front, like differently, the same? Like, how are you handling that aspect of what you're introducing to the world? Yeah, definitely. So the traditional rules of poker, like you said, the game hasn't changed in forever or so. But as far as how we're incorporating it in order to open up an inventory to make it, there's 1,326 possible starting hands you can have, right? In a 52 card deck. So what we've done is we've taken, our game is played with seven decks. So you get 9,282, and then we have 10 additional instant win special NFTs, final table NFTs, as we're calling Nine final table and one, that's our diamond hands, one of one, and prizes and things associated with those as well. So Very cool. Yeah, I love that, that you can incorporate sort of unique crypto lingo and crypto culture and, and just come at it your own angle. So what about NFT gameplay rewards and utilities here? What kind of stuff can we get into? Definitely. So the utility is everything for us. I mean, every NFT project talks about community and utility, right? But we really dug in. That was our most important kind of jumping off point was making sure that we're delivering a project that had massive utility. And so to start off, we have three core tenants in our company here, access prizes and education. So we want people to have access to some great in real life events. We want to give people the opportunity to win some amazing prizes and then also be able to help make folks better poker players. So the education piece kind of going in reverse order, we partnered with Masterclass. So every community member will get a one month complimentary membership to Masterclass. It's funded by the project. And we use Masterclass because I'm just a big fan of their brand and, and their platform in general. But there are two poker classes on there taught by Phil Ivey and Daniel Negreanu. So if sitting through a couple hours with Phil and Daniel don't make you a better poker player, then you probably are already a professional, right? So uh, you know, two of the best poker players in the world. And then as far as prizes from launch date, we're just going to have massive prize pool. So we have $7,500. We mentioned our 10 final table NFTs that are going to be instant wins. So if you're lucky enough to mint one of the nine final table NFTs, you win 7,500 in Ethereum instantly. And if you're lucky enough to mint the one of one diamond hands NFT, you're going to win 50K in Ethereum instantly. So we're super excited about that. We're going to be sending one of our holders to the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas, all expenses paid, entry fee, flight and hotel. And we're going to be doing that for the next three years. So we're going to be sending one player each year. And then about half of our community is actually international. So we've got a ton of Aussies, Brits, folks from all over the world, Philippines. So we just added recently to an online entry. So we're going to be sponsoring somebody to play in the main online event. 
because a lot of our you know international folks were like, well, that's a cool perk, but even if you're paid for it, I, I can't fly from the Philippines to Las Vegas, right? To play in a poker tournament, right? My wife will kill me. So that's something that we added as well. And then as far as the prize pool goes, and as far as access goes, we're going to be throwing, kind of following the NFT calendar, so to speak, right? So We'll be having different events surrounding the NFT calendar. We'll definitely be at NFT LA, which is going to be amazing. So we're super excited to participate in that event with you guys. And then what's NFT LA? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's a couple of these guys are putting together this pretty cool conference. So it's going to be sweet. Just check it out online. Yeah, really cool. So we'll be NFT LA, NFT New York, and then we'll be out of East Denver this week. So that should be pretty cool. And then we're going to be throwing events our own events surrounding the World Series of Poker as well. So we'll have a massive in real life event. This year's event will be in Vegas, tentatively scheduled second week in July. So a ton of utility, ton of chances to win, gather, and learn. Yeah, dude. I got to take a step back just and geek out on the poker dynamics and strategy implications of the game for a moment, right? So seven decks, right? So on its face, to me, it feels like the NFL protecting quarterbacks. Scores are going to be higher, right? Like you're making the game a little more exciting. You're going to hit more big hands in a world where there's more big cards floating around in the deck, right? Like it changes the odds meaningfully of different situations coming up, right? A lot of interesting like aspects to that. I think we'll make that game more exciting. Is that part of the equation there as we think about those rules modifications? Yeah, definitely. And so the biggest misconception about Crypto Hold'em is that we're a gambling project. We're actually not. We're a subscribe and sweepstakes project. So basically how that works, the gameplay will work. Monthly, we're going to have a board reveal. So if you've ever done a case break, which most NFT guys are case break guys, right? So there's a the sweat, right? So that's the idea is that we're going to be doing these case break, uh, kind of case break style reveal. So we'll deal out nine starting hands and then we'll flip those nine hands, Right. And then when we flip those nine hands, you'll be able to see, let's say you have ace, jack of clubs, right? If ace, jack of clubs is one of the nine potential winning hands, then you're going to have an opportunity to win in this particular game. Then the board is run out, right? So flop, turn, river, we play the hand out and the best hand or hands is going to take down a portion of the prize pool. So everybody that is, everybody that has a winning hand is going to be qualified for a prize. And then they'll be purchasing windows. So let's say it's seven deuce comes up, right? Universally regarded as the worst hand, right? Well, for sure, there's going to be some seven deuces floating on open sea, right? Because that's not a great hand. So when we do the reveal of the nine potential winning hands, you'll have an opportunity to go to open sea and per- we'll have a purchasing window. So you can go to open sea and purchase that if you want to get in the game. And then we'll run the flop. The three card flop will happen. Another purchasing window. The turn will happen. Another purchasing window. And then the river. So And then what we'll do to add a different layer of randomization to make sure we're steering clear of any gambling or anything like that is then those will all go into randomizer and then one person will take home the lion's share of the pot and then everybody else will split the rest. So I think we're still tweaking exactly the prize distribution, but it's going to be pretty epic. So Nice. Yeah. So all the core tenants of hand combinations and all that fun stuff from poker, but different structure altogether. Cool. That's right. And that way you don't have to know how to play poker either. That's another important part, folks. And if we got NFT people that are stoked that are coming over, and then we've got poker people, the most humbling thing that's been said to me in a Discord is this is my first NFT project. And like that's just so awesome to hear that people are choosing to get into this game, this crazy web three world with us or their first project. So let's literally you've just got to match your hand up to the winning hand and you don't need to be present to win either. So We'll do a wallet snapshot at the end and whoever wins, they'll get airdrop their Ethereum and 
Good to go. So even if you're a passive investor, right, you just want to kind of buy a bunch of these and sit on it, or you, you know, we obviously want people to be active in the community, but so it really has something for everybody. So we're really excited about it. Yeah, for sure. And look, we always talk about it here, man. Like we feel like to a large degree, the meta purpose of so many projects is to bring people into the space, fun, exciting, like games that bring people into the space that might not otherwise even be in crypto. It could be their first exposure to crypto period, right? It's making it super easy buttons basically to allow people to come in, have some fun. In many cases, they don't even realize they're doing something on the blockchain, like Top Shot when it came out. Unless you knew it was blockchain based, you really didn't experience that, right? You're putting a credit card down and you're buying straight up. So there's a lot of fun goodness in there that I think lay the foundation for exciting things to come in the space. So when you look at it, man, like how do you see this project influencing the NFT gaming ecosystem? Like what do you want its impact to be now and its legacy to be in the future? Yeah, I think the most exciting thing that we're and something we're really passionate about, the hardest thing about playing poker is getting a game, right? Unless you want to go to a card room or go somewhere. So we've been growing our Discord organically and we've avoided like big shill channels and things like that. That's not really our style. So we've been growing it organically. It's just really amazing to have people come in and be able to just, we were playing a ton of poker. We use Club GG as our platform. And so people are coming in and they're just really excited to get in our games and the blind structure and all that is set up. And again, these are all free to play, you know, gambling involved. So free to play and you could win some really cool prizes, NFTs and whitelist spots and things. So we've got the blind structure and the tempo set up so that it's a tournament's run about an hour and 45, two hours. So it's not a six hour odyssey, right? People have lives, kids work. I mean, for our legacy, it's just we can build out a project that for years to come is a home for people to, when they've got a quiet moment, be able to come in, shoot the breeze with other people about poker and be able to play and have some fun. This is really exciting. And you mentioned, you've alluded to some sort of specifics that you've baked into this around is it gambling and sweep stakes and things like that? And I can only imagine, you know, there's just, just so many things to pull together with a project like this. I know from hopping around in the Discord, we got all kinds of fans of the podcast. They want to put together their own project. Like I said, it's kind of like a participatory community. I'd love to just hear a little bit about, you said you got together with some friends and sort of built this, but can you just speak a little bit to kind of taking this on and actually getting there, right? To a place where you're going to launch a project. It's a lot. It could be intimidating to quite a few. Yeah, it's a street fight, man. I mean, I never dreamed it would be a third as hard as it is, frankly. I mean, it really is. And it's ever-changing. You know, the NFT customers' expectations, this ideation process started in the summer. And we started, and that was during the real PFP bull rush, right? With all these crappy PFPs with no utility, everything's just selling out in five minutes. So the due diligence process we went through in the summer and beginning of the fall, we had at least thought we kind of had our affairs in order, right? And we knew what the customers' expectations were and what they wanted. And then by the time we got closer to hitting the go button and working with our devs and all these artists and all these people that come together to make a project, the landscape had shifted entirely, right? The good thing for us is we were really focused on being really utility heavy. So lots of stops and starts. It is not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. But man, it is unbelievably rewarding, right? Just to pop in the Discord and be like, wow, this is my project, right? This is our project. You know, this is our community. And and having people from all over the world come in there, I mean, it's one of the coolest things I've ever done for sure. And we got into it through NBA Top Shot, to your point, to Jeff, right? We like NBA Top Shot was our kind of gateway, <laughs> our gateway NFT. So and when I bought it, I was playing poker and a buddy of mine my buddy Joe Stapleton was like, hey, man, there's an NBA Top Shot drop. What is that? And we were doing a lot of case breaking, buying all the cards because stuck at home. 
And I got into it and I just started learning about NFTs and the space and just the sweat of opening a pack, right? Hits all those nostalgia points for me. I didn't even know we were buying NFTs. And so that's my business partner, Joe, and I spent a small fortune on, uh, on NBA Top Shot, which isn't sitting terribly well right now, but it's okay. And then Kenny rode professional BMX. He's a professional athlete, X Games guy. So just a cool guy. And he's been in crypto for a long time, a crypto NFT space for quite a while. And so Kenny and Joe and I kind of just started talking and that was it. Cool, man. Well done. And as you describe it, right, it's like there's literally, it feels like riding a wave, right? (laughs) You hop up a little bit early, you'd wipe out. You hop up a little bit late, the wave's gone, right? And you got to kind of play it by ear like that. It sounds like you guys are doing a good job with that. Yeah. So given that, right, we have to kind of play it by ear, but it's also great to have a roadmap going forward. Can you tell us a little bit about what your roadmap is going forward? Exciting partnerships or anything we could keep an eye out for? Yeah, definitely. So it's part of the other like kind of pinch me moments that we've had. Other creators taking a liking to our project and reaching out, wanting to get involved. And we just signed per se, but just are fine in the process of finalizing a long-term strategic partnership with Ethereum Towers. So Ethereum Towers is that one we're super excited about. We're doing quite a bit with Crypto Dads, Secret Society of Wales. We've got a bunch. But the Ethereum Towers one is going to be huge, right? Because we focus on a lot of in real life utility, right? And again, meetups and prize pools and things like that. So the idea of the metaverse, right? And digital real estate, even as a creator in the NFT space, is still blows my mind a little bit. So with this partnership with Ethereum Towers, we're going to be doing some really cool things that we've got a ton in, in the pipeline with that. So definitely look out for that. And that will the play to earn metaverse. That world isn't something that was kind of on our 2.0 roadmap. But with this partnership, I think you'll see that accelerated. So because they're just awesome project, great team, ton of utility there. And you know they're getting into the whole tokenomics piece and all that stuff. So we're just going to be more excited about that partnership and about the other ones with Crypto Dads and some of these other projects that we were just fanboys of in the beginning and now we get to work with and it's so cool. Nice. Yeah, I could see Crypto Dads playing Crypto Hold'em, right? I mean, it just seems like a perfect fit with their crypto cigars and crypto gin and tonics or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no, they, uh, dads love to play poker, that's for sure. And then, and as far as the roadmap goes, I mean, yeah, our big focus right now, again, is just on these monthly board runouts and making sure that we're providing our holders with some great opportunities to play poker on a regular basis, gather, win some cool prizes and things like that. So we have a three-year roadmap. So the community fund will fund this project for three years. So we're kind of taking the be friends approach with that. Obviously, nothing is eventually the money runs out, right? So that's that three-year life cycle. But if we're lucky enough to get some type of sponsor or something to that effect, that could go on. And we hope it does. So We've already had really good, meaningful discussions with a lot of really good discussions with like Poker Go and GG Poker. We had a two-hour meeting with their corporate office in Korea the other day. I mean, they're great guys and really big fans of the project. But like most sponsors do, right? They want to kind of see cranes in the area. And once we get live, we'll revisit a lot of those conversations. But yeah, really exciting stuff. Yeah, dude. So talk to us about the timeline, like for full launch and everything. What can our listeners anticipate there? And then what steps should they take to make sure they can get in the mix? Definitely. So timeline, we mint out on February 22nd, 2022. So just coming up here in, in a week and a day. So two, 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 two. Our original NFTLA day. It seems like a distant memory. I know, I know. So much. It's so hard right now, especially in Southern California running events. I'm sure you've experienced that in detail. But yeah, so 222, we have a bunch of different ways to participate in the project, a few different price points. We start at 0.20 ETH. So we are definitely a premium project. And again, we are in the interest of funding that community for that amount of time, there's a bit of investment there and that will start. That's our whitelist price. And then it kind of goes up from there up to 0.65 if you want to purchase a VIP role. 
And the VIP role is going to come with a lot of additional added benefits. First right of refusal on the VIP area for our live events and other partner events and other partner opportunities and things like that. And there will be some, as we move into Ethereum towers and start to move into the metaverse, that'll come with a whole host of added benefits. So, and then we have different collab prices and things like that. Starts at 0.20 ETH, 22222. Nice. Love it, man. The most difficult part of these projects is remembering how many twos to say about the launch. <laughs> I know. It's just <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it's true. All right. So you mentioned the launch date and all this stuff and how to participate. I'm sure we'll be lining up and you did just hop in the Discord on this recording date. So our listeners that are in that Discord have a little bit of a leg up to kind of know what's going on on that. And today's Valentine's Day, by the way, our recording day. We might as well acknowledge that. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Last question I have for you, Josh, which we love to get smart folks like your insights. No pressure here, but what other NFT projects do you think are inspiring? Yeah, definitely. I've got a few. So as on a kind of formal level, like again, Ethereum Towers is just their light paper. It's just unreal. I mean, the thought and effort, like the thought and effort that goes into any project is staggering. If you're a creator in this space, like credit to you for sure. Ethereum Towers is something we're really stoked on. Crypto Dads, the longevity that they've shown in their community and how unbelievably active it is and how loyal they are is, is really cool. And then big fan of Deadheads too. So I know you know those guys. So just a huge fan of what they're doing and the leveraging IP, the different spin that they're taking on with Deadheads and Skull Troopers and just the way they continue to innovate with burning and staking and doing a lot of other cool stuff. I mean, I've learned so much from Jeremy and Tempo and those guys. I mean, shout out to those guys. They're great. And they're just great dude, just jumping on like a Twitter spaces and learned so much from them. And yeah, so that we've seen a bunch of these projects that have really good utility and then also some ones that we've seen support different charities and different causes. So a really, really big fan of any project, again, that's delivering utility and that's gathering a community. There's one project called NFT Hearts, where a lot of that money goes there's, goes to a hospital that specializes in children with congenital heart defects. And so NFT Hearts is definitely a good one to check out. Money goes for a great cause. The art's great. The creators of that space are really great. So we get those guys through collaboration with Dapper Dinos, another great project we're working with. So yeah, just love learning. And each project is unique, right? And gone are the days of, again, these scrappy PFP projects that aren't worth a darn. You know, now it's really just what people are doing for their communities and ways they're leveraging the space and using tokens as access cards and things like that. It's just awesome to see and, and inspires us to help continue to iterate and make sure that we're presenting as much value as we can. Yeah, man. So exciting, dude. Looking forward to this thing, like really coming to life and getting some momentum. I know our listeners are going to keep an eye on it and get in the mix for sure. So excited to do that. And I know we will as well. So yeah, thanks for sharing all that with us, man. Really appreciate it. Hey there. Are you in the Edge of NFT Discord? If not, it's time to hop in. Many awesome things going on right now. One, we're giving away some really great POAP NFTs to our most engaged participants. Earned one by reaching level six and another by reaching level 20 by February 28th. And every Tuesday, we've got trivia night at 6 p.m. Pacific time nerd out with your fellow nft fans don't worry trivia is general knowledge to accommodate participants of all levels uh, we're giving away prizes each week last week we gave away over 100 bucks worth of eth go to edgeofnft.com discord to get involved of course when you are there there's all sorts of other perks get the latest behind the scenes info on all of our projects including nftla living tree nfts spirit seed nfts and the podcast and other little known but really cool stuff on top of all that meet some other great community members and pass around the latest nft intel 
edgeofnft.com slash discord. We wanted to shift gears a little bit and get your personal take on some questions that we like to call edge quick hitters. They are 10 questions looking for short, single word or few word responses, but we can dive in a little bit on some if we get the urge. You ready to tackle these bad boys? Let's hit it. All right, let's do it. Okay. Question number one, what is the first thing you remember ever purchasing in your life? The Beastie Boys licensed to ill album. Oh, nice. Oh, man. That's like man. too cool. You had to make that up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't think this is the first time Beastie Boys have shown up in these responses. I it like is, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question number two, what is the first thing you remember ever selling in your life? I think selling probably a bike when I was a kid, right? And I got a different bike. I think it was a bike back in the day. Bike, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Question number three, what is the most recent thing you purchased? Tickets to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Great game. Question four. What is the most recent thing you sold? Most recent thing I sold was an NFT, actually. I just sold a Doodles NFT for a pretty good profit. So shout out to Doodles. That was a good one. Nothing like that. Okay. Question number five. What is your most prized possession? Probably my wife got me a really nice watch when we got married. So I'll probably be that. The wedding watch is that's number one. Cool. What brand? Is it one that you had your eye on? Did she pick it up? Yeah, it's a Rolex uh, Yacht Master. So she picked it up before. Thankfully, this will be five years ago now in April. Wow. So yeah, that was before the watch market went crazy. And yeah, it's a, it's a watch that I've wanted my whole life. And so she got that for a while. Are, so are you wearing cool. it right now? No, I've got a different watch, a different overpriced watch on that she just purchased actually. So <laughs> that's a Panerai uh, Lumino Marina. I'm a big watch guy. So got to wear them all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Part of the reason I was she got me this is because the wedding watch I don't wear every day because it's my favorite thing. So if I lost it or got stolen, I'd be devastated, you know. So it's my everyday watch. So I'm lucky and spoiled. Nice, man. Nice. Cool. Okay. So if you could buy anything in the world, digital, physical service and experience that's currently for sale, what would that be, man? What do you got your eye on? Tahiti. I want to really want to take my wife Claire to Bora Bora, like do that whole like overwater villa thing. We looked at doing it for our honeymoon and it's just real expensive because it's real far away. And when we go someday, we want to do it right and be able to stay in a nice place and fly first class and all that. So just, we went to Cancun instead. So that would definitely be the number one. We'll do that one day. Yeah, dude, that's all that, that image you always see, right? Those villas right on the water. Yeah, man, that's the move. I love it. So cool. Okay. Question number seven, if you could pass on one of your personality traits to the next generation, what would that be? I'm a pretty empathetic guy. Like, so I like to be able to kind of try to be a decent listener, right? And be able to empathize with folks and, and so forth. Cool. Yeah. Commonly found in books around attributes and traits and values, but not found as frequently in practice. So appreciate that, man. Totally. Yeah, plus, if you can cue in on other people's state and their emotions that well probably makes you a pretty good poker player. Yeah. I refer to myself as a tolerable poker player because the people that I play with are professionals. So I more donate to them than I, uh, <laughs> it's more experiential for me, but to be fair, my buddy, Scotty Blumstein just won the, won the main event three years ago. So for a hot second, he was the best player in the world. My good friend Maria Ho is in the hall of fame. So I mean, I can't hang with those guys. So yeah, it's the pursuit of behaving like a solver. Exactly. Crazy how it's evolved. Okay. Question number eight. If you could eliminate one of your personality traits from the next generation, what would that be? My squirrel brain. I like, I don't know, man. I, you know, one of those guys that starts six projects at home, never finishes one, which I could be more like focused. But yeah, if ADD was a thing when I was a kid, I'm sure I'd be on whatever that medication is. But I just, I don't know, man. So I am. A lot of opportunity out there. That's for sure, man. Oh, yeah. 
No, I just have to say, no offense to all the squirrels out there that are <laughs> listeners. Oh, yeah, exactly. We love Res- you all. Respect to the squirrel community. Yeah. yeah. Question number nine. What did you do just before joining us on the podcast? Uh, conference calls. So just a busy Monday of meetings and uh, after a long day of Super Bowl revelry yesterday. So it was a jam-packed Monday as we're getting ready for launch here. It's, uh, it's hectic. Yeah, man. And question 10, what are you going to do next after the podcast? Go to lunch. I'm going to go to the Hermos Beach Pier and get some lunch with my brother who's in town for the game. Ah, cool. Sounds like a nice afternoon. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, that's quick hitters. Thanks for indulging us there. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. Beautiful stuff. Well, look, we're running out of time here on the show, but we don't want to break without giving our listeners a really good idea of how they can follow you, how they can follow the project, how they can get in the mix. So where should they go to do that? Yeah, definitely. So the best source for up-to-date information is definitely our Discord and Twitter. So we are across all social and our website is Crypto Hold'em NFT. So Crypto Hold'em NFT on Twitter, Instagram, Discord. Discord is definitely the best spot. Cool. Good to have a consistent one. Makes it easy. Crypto Hold'em NFT. And word on the street is we got a little giveaway we're cooking up for our listeners as well. So keep an eye out on our socials for the deets on that and be some fun stuff. So I really want to get you in the mix on this one. So again, we'll be releasing info on that on our socials here real soon, shortly after we release the episode. All right. Great stuff. Well, I think we have reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. So Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship. So invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now or Spotify, rate us and say something awesome. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. And remember, we always invite you to co-create and build with us at Edge of NFT. We're unlocking a whole new way to connect and collaborate with us through our own NFT drops, Spirit Seeds, leading to Living Tree NFTs, which light the way to our event, NFTLA, a -a one-of-a-kind, immersive, and unforgettable experience at LA Live in Los Angeles, March 28th to the 31st. Check it out at nftla.live and move quick on early bird tickets as they are now live and moving quickly. Also, hop on to edgeofnft.com forward slash discord for the latest details. Lastly, be sure to tune in next time for more great NFT content. Thanks again for sharing this time with us today. This episode was brought to you by today's guest and sponsor. The creators of Edge of NFT will be compensated to support the production costs associated with the program. We are very selective with deciding who to have on these shows, but we are learning as we go just like you. The views expressed are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, and are not intended to serve as an endorsement or investment advice. You are urged to do your own research as well as consult a reputable financial advisor before making any investment or purchase decision.